Perry Lerner, and with me is Jesse Dram, pretty much my co-host. Yeah, with me is sometimes my husband, my producer, my baby, my baby daddy, the love of my life, Jesse Drizam. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, how you doing today, baby? I'm doing all right, guys. Check out KYGY2K on YouTube, and uh, if you're in the Philadelphia area, coming out to Wissahickon Brewery on this Friday night, nine o'clock. You can see me and some of my buddies do stand up. It's the Wiss Wit. Comedy show. I wish I could take credit for that name, but it was all my buddy Neil Wood. Is it typical to to um, plug your things in the beginning? Yes. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. You do it because everybody hears the beginning. No, almost nobody hears the end, or at least they're not like really retaining all the information. True. That, that makes sense. But I also feel like the end is beneficial because then they remember, like, right as they're you repeat it at the end. Ah, okay. Noted. Mm-hmm. Learning podcast things. So, yeah, I'm so tired tonight. Yeah, it's been a crazy week, uh, for one thing. Go Eagles. E, G, L, E, S, Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Oh my god, I cannot believe it. I really can't. Go check out our sports ball episode to talk about the conflicting feelings of being a weirdo supporting those jocks. Yeah, because... That was when the um, Phillies made it to the World Series because Philly is having a year. Mm-hmm. Killing yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It is. We think it is all due to the birth of our Child. daughter, yeah. Violet. Yeah. Violet Absolutely. Riot. Violet Riot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, she is the sole responsibility for all the teams. Well, the yes. team's doing well. Well, you could count the union, too, because I forgot they were they were right. in the MLS Cup. Right. Um, I still don't think the Flyers are doing well, though. I think they've won, like, their They're last They're doing better. Games, yeah. yeah. Oh, but no, I am tired because I went out last night. That's right. You did. Hot Monday night. Uh, got way too drunk. Maybe that's a discussion. Our our old our old alt-life things that we just can't God, do anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, I did not eat... Since breakfast. Rookie mistake. Which is really great for breastfeeding, by the way, is to not eat enough during the day. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then I went to the bar with a couple of friends and got very, very drunk. Um, it was also six years since my stepdad died. So Rest I, in peace, Jim. So I started with a martini in his honor, so mm-hmm. it could only go well from there. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to take care of me. I had to take care of you and the baby. And the baby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, being a parent and getting drunk is not a fun experience. Speak for yourself. No, I don't <laughs> uh I, I, I don't get party you you got a little rootin' tootin'. Yeah. I, I I get dad intoxicated. Yeah. No, I got drunk enough where like I was like, Okay, I think I need to take a break from drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause like you're trying to cut back too and i just feel like if i am not being responsible enough to like Mm -hmm. be able to tell when like i've hit my limit i mean that makes it sound like uh, that does make wait that does make it sound like i get drunk like all the time though it is very often i have a beer Uh 
but this is twice in like less than two months that I've had like a I didn't eat and then I drank too much experience. I I also think unlike me, I think you're a little more prone to, I can't really say peer pressure because I don't think anybody's pressuring you. But I think when you have somebody else there. Oh, yeah. I'm a social drinker. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm having like a beer at home. Uh I never like, unless it's like wine, maybe I'll have two glasses. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty infrequently. I'm going to have like multiple beers, like just chilling at home. Right. So I don't know. I'm just like not enjoying it as much. Like, yeah, it's fun. But like the rem- the ramifications after are just uh-huh. not a good time. Yeah. And like like th- th- this isn't calling you out of only staying it because it is funny is uh, I I have no problem helping you out when you're sick, but now this has been twice now where it's like well first off it starts off as very horny like <laughs> I love you baby it's like oh can I get some action before she vomits and the answer <laughs> the answer no. is no. And then she gets sick. Which, again, I'm all fine. She's like, do you hate me? Like, no, I don't hate you. I love you. This is going to happen from time to time. But then you start getting sad. And then yeah. I had to be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I can handle I can handle sad wife or I can handle drunk wife. I'm not doing both. Yeah, I do. My, my thing since having a kid is I'm a bad mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is, like, really hard because I think I get in this mindset of, like, oh, I... And most of the time, the kid's asleep when we're dealing with this. Yeah. But I'm, like, I should be more present for my child. Right. And be more aware. <laughs> but it's, like, I'm still a person and shit happens. Right. Like, I, I talked about going to my doctor. I love my fucking doctor. But the fact that I was asking him, like, so, you know alcohol is that a bit of a problem and he just totally was just straight up like look i'm not listen everything in everyone's life would be better if you don't drink alcohol i'm not gonna tell you not to drink alcohol it's a lot of fun come on did he say that we're living here it's a lot of fun he implied it but he 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 straight up said like look everybody be healthier if they didn't drink alcohol i'm not gonna tell you not to drink and like I drink, I drink. But wine. you shouldn't drink every day. Yeah, I shouldn't. He said that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He didn't say like, well, in my medical opinion, uh, your bitch ass wife should shut up and have a, tell her to have another. <laughs> uh, take, tell her to take a little tootski in this magical carver ride. No, but time. as we've discussed, you're at higher risk for colon cancer Mm -hmm. and therefore that should really start factoring into some of those decisions i had a colonoscopy recently they found four polyps uh two of them were pretty small one was a little bit bigger 20 centimeters but uh none of them were cancerous but this is still pretty young to have polyps so uh grandfather died of colon cancer so just i i have to get them every three years five years and even at that I'm getting one almost 10 years before most people have to get them. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Well, that's because my butt's a mess. <laughs> they, they, the people know. Yeah. I'll steal. I'll, I'll steal. I'll just discuss a bit I've been doing. Uh, just talking about how, like, when people just talk about butts and just like, oh, yeah, like the, the bears and the Charmin commercials where it's like. Oh yeah, I, I use Charmin toilet paper. My hiney's nice and clean. Like that family only talks about shitting. Like it is a, <laughs> it is a yeah, nightmare is a to live in that house, knowing if you have a speck of 
brown on your butthole, Dad's bringing out the belt. You're using the... No, it's just you're using the wrong toilet paper. So you will get the belt until <laughs> morale improves. Isn't it Dad's fault for buying the wrong toilet paper? Something well, no, bad happened to Dad. It's not about the brown. It's the pieces. That's what they find. The little toilet paper pieces on their butt. Look, I have been wiping my ass <laughs> for 20 years. And <laughs> I've never... I don't know... How, women in particular, you guys get like pieces of paper all caught up in your stuff there. I've never I had a piece of anything. Do. No, every woman. If I have it, it's not enough that I, I've like noticed it to be a it's thing. It's not noticeable, but it's just I personally well, have no, not never. You, not noticeable from the guy's side. I'm saying I haven't retained that that has happened to me. Also, guys use toilet paper less than women. That's right. So the opportunities are there less. Because we're built better. Well, okay. So I had a roommate um, who sucked. And <laughs> she she was loaded. Like, her dad, like, paid for everything for her. And she was going to Penn. Like, bitch ass bitch. like, basically, when I was looking for a job, she's like, oh, if you can't find a job, just go to grad school. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm sorry, with what money? Like, that was her. Yeah. That was how she operated. Oh, she was also going to grad school for, like, classics. For, like, Latin and Greek. Ugh. So, like, literally, uh, so, like, so, so nothing she was, useful. She, so, she was a little bit of a Buster Bluth. Just, like, taking taking Native American yarn classes. Yeah, like, but she was also, cares? like, a huge cunt. For lack of a better word. But, anyway. She, so, right, she's loaded. She buys all these, she buys, like, $100 shirts at Free People and shit like that. And for our apartment, she would buy the cheapest fucking toilet paper. Hmm. The cheapest toilet paper. Like, we'd switch off, and I'd buy, like, nice two-ply, whatever. She'd buy that fucking one-ply shit, and I'm like, your dad uh, like is... The- Paying for yeah, this. Yeah, like the one ply you find in, like, an Indian restaurant bathroom. Yeah. So it was, like, everything that was just hers was, like, the best quality, but the things that we shared. shared like, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, do you like this toilet paper? <laughs> oh, my God. She was the worst. I could go on about her, but I will not. Man, I do not miss having a roommate. Um, sometimes. You miss having... A roommate? Yeah, I miss just having somebody just wander in. Just like, hey, it was uh, watching wrestling. Watch it with me. All right. Let's suck each other's dicks. Okay. That's what you did with your roommates. That's what you did with Tommy. Ah, uh, my bachelorhood. Nah, me and Jeff. Fuck and Jeff. Him. Fuck Tommy. <laughs> he can't even find his That's dick. how you know Jeff's hung. I uh, so that is oh, one sorry. thing. Sorry, we're, we're we're naming names. From from yeah, if you are a roommate with dudes. You don't even see the dick if you just see, like, the bulge. Apparently, with the exception of the other guy who's an asshole we just mentioned, yeah, pretty much all my male roommates had big old bongers. Wow. Yeah. That's why it was annoying when I was living with uh, Ian. You, uh, you... When I was living with Ian, the, the gay guy, because not only did he have a big old bulge, but he wore, like... Tight pants. What, he, he wore, like, like bikini-cut briefs mm. so he had to show off his like taut hiney as so well. where did you fall in the in the dong class you know where my dong is right in the middle baby okay well i met with your That's roommates right. short short and narrow is the path to salvation <laughs> my man. oh my god um no i met with your roommates i feel like every one of my roommates had an inch or two on me wow <laughs> damn i'm with the wrong roommate I irish guess. curse 
Just kidding. Your penis is perfect. There's a wrestler who, <laughs> there's an Irish wrestler who, whose finisher is called the Irish curse. Wait, that's funny. It's called the finisher too. Uh, that too. That's <laughs> but, right. Um, he just comes, comes on his opponent's <laughs> oh, no. face with his tiny freckled bird. <laughs> and he's so humiliated. His red his, his red, curly red head bird. Ugh. God. I I am so glad that my pubes are weird. <laughs> when I hear people talk like, hey, I got him by the short and curlies, like, you ain't oh looking at my pants. Oh my God. Got him by the short, straight, and softs. Oh, That's what my happens to me. mother listens to this. Shout out Elaine. <laughs> That's what your daughter's oh, working no. with. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I'm going to tag your dad in this one. God, I hate you. Dude, I feel bad for when our daughter gets older and finds our old podcast. Oh, yeah. Starts listening. Oh, my God. Is there a way to block her from that humiliation? We could give her away. <laughs> Probably a good Actually, idea. this is, this is how she would find us. Just, yeah, yeah. Guys, w- listeners, what if you just tuned in next week and, we're, and you're just like, hey, so name doesn't really make sense. We got rid of the kid. Uh <laughs> No. So I sold her for a Gibson Les Paul. Oh, I love her. I will now play the solo to November Rain. No, I would never. Yeah, I I love her so much. She's the best. I think of I I think of something bad happening to her and just being like, oh, I'll just drink myself to death then. Oh my god! Wait, so I'm watching. I want to be responsible. I'm watching first. Fuck Violet. Twelve twenty. Okay. Hold on. Let let, let me uh, let me get it real now. I'll get it real quick. Um, so anyway, I'm watching First Wives Club, and... Oh, looking forward to joining it. Hey! Woo! Good luck. Good luck finding someone hotter than me. Um, uh, I, I, it would suck. Ooh, if you were single again, say you and I got divorced. Right. Actually, put a pin in it. Tell me about First Wives Club. Okay. So when I was watching First Wives Club, um, Stalker Channing, spoiler alert, Stalker Channing, like, kills... Rizzo. Yes, kills herself in the beginning. And that starts the whole thing. And I was just like, man, like, I mean, I just can't imagine ever being at, like, a low enough did, point how, to, like... How did she kill herself? She jumped yeah. off a building. I'm a little Miss Sandra D. Yeah, you're going to feel bad uh, for making a joke about it after I tell you what it made me think of. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I can't imagine, like, my life getting so bad, like, that, I, like, I would ever... Because she killed herself because, like, her husband left her for, like, a younger woman... Heather Locklear and now like they're married so she's like you know upset mm-hmm. I'm like wow I can't imagine anything like would make me like feel so bad that like I had to end my life and I was like except my daughter dying yeah I don't I, I don't know what the fuck I would do I don't I assume this is like these are normal thoughts to have as parents though yeah I mean well what you need to do is uh, not do what my dad did which just be like yeah if you ever died I just fucking kill myself your dad would tell you that? Yeah. Like, and much like I said earlier. What, what was yeah. the thing I said? He Wait, said we were watching Star Trek. Oh, yeah. My, uh, we were watching Star Trek and Worf got paralyzed from the legs down. And my dad, when I was young, would tell me, like, you know, if I'm ever in a wheelchair. Oh, but the, the point is, Worf had his legs paralyzed, but he wanted to be but, killed. Yes, he wanted to be killed. Yeah. And I said, my dad had always told me, like, you know, if I'm ever paralyzed... I'm going to need you to take me out. And then you said, like, what did you say? I said, like, Dad, I'm nine. Why are we talking about this? Not to mention, like, you, your fucking legs don't work. You can't cut your own wrist. You want me to go to hell? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I know you're lazy, but Jesus. Rest in peace, pup. Aw. Um, wait. 
We put a pin in something. Um. Fuck. Oh, if you, if you and I broke up. Yeah. How long until you dated again? Like, what would be what would be your your well for for one thing, I'm out of the house, so you're still here. Okay. Like, what do you do? Do you try to convince your mom and grandpa to move in because she can't just move in now? Oh God! Oh, so this is happening soon. I got some contingencies. No, <laughs> just I, I'm thinking if it happened now, or even like, not even if we got divorced. If I got hit by a fucking bus. And all of a sudden, you were in a position of having to take care of our child on your own and potentially dating again and, uh, you know, a second income. Right. Well. Yeah, goth mom. What if your spouse dies? <laughs> well, it's, I think I'd feel differently if you died versus we're getting divorced. Either way, I expect you to never have sex again. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Um, no, because if you died, I would be upset and probably would want my mom to live with me, like, to help me deal with my grief, especially right. in caring for our child. Right. Whereas if you're divorced, like, fuck you, dude. Like, as, as soon as I feel better, like, mm -hmm. I'm dating again. So that is one of the horrible thoughts I've had. Not about you dating, but just, like, you know how much that baby loves me. And, like, if all of a sudden daddy just didn't come home and you'd be... You could oh, like now you're tell, give me shit to think about. You could tell she was sad, but like couldn't articulate it and just waiting for me to show up. Like, Why are you doing this to me? Like the singer from Sublime when he died and his stupid Dalmatian would wait for him to show up. Why for are years you until doing this died. to me? Because I have these horrible thoughts. I have a, my, a bad mom. I have my own horrible thoughts. Well, I just need to live a few years. You know, you know why? I just need to live a few years. You know years. why this is fresh on my mind? Why? Uh, there was that wrestler who died a week ago. Jay Briscoe of the Briscoe Brothers died in a car crash. I think that was a couple weeks ago. It, it's still, like, the, the big tribute was only very recently. Okay. Uh, please don't fuck everything up. Okay. Um, Stupid cat. Yeah, but yeah, so he died in a car accident. Had his two daughters in the car oh, with him. Horrible. Both were injured. One might never walk again. Oh, my God. And just the thought of, like, these little girls, both under 10 years old, like, you wake up in the hospital in the worst pain you've ever been in. Your legs don't work. Like, they probably didn't even know their dad was dead. Because yeah. you, you couldn't tell them that right away. Right. Like, yeah, good, that's horrible. Good news, Becky. You have some feelings back in your toes. Oh, why hasn't dad been here? Uh, about that. And you just, said he wasn't wearing a seatbelt, right? He wasn't wearing a seatbelt, which is interesting because, uh, you know, when people die, they put up, particularly if family um, are injured as well, they'll put up photos of the family. There were a few photos that came up of him and his family in a car, and he's buckled in every single one of them. So it's hard to say if this was a momentary thing. Um, it makes me never want to drive on uh, that one street near us mm -hmm. um, because... Very explicitly what happened was, for whatever reason, the driver coming the opposite way just wandered over the Meridian into their lane. Oh, my God. And I always think about that, driving on that road. Oh, there's, it scares there's, the shit out of me. Because there's fucking there's nothing. nothing to stop somebody. Yeah. So. So you're not going to drive that there anymore? Uh, I'll stay in the outside lane. Mm hmm Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. No, because yeah. I always think about that, too. Yeah. I was listening to a And there's probably a lot of drunk people on that oh, yeah. road. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. It was Bobby Kelly, and he was interviewing Louis C.K., uh, comedian Bobby Kelly. Okay. 
and he was talking. I don't know who that is, so. He's, he's a funny guy. Okay. But uh, he was talking about how shortly after his kid was born, how he was in New York where he was living, and he got in a confrontation with a guy outside his apartment, and it was about to come to blows, and his, like, Russian landlady just came out, grabbed him by the shoulder, like, Bobby, Bobby, come, come inside. Don't talk to this man. And as soon as he came in, she's like, Bobby, you, you have baby now. No more. No more. Yeah. It's like, eh, yeah, that's it. Like, you can't, like, I might get in a confrontation with somebody, but it's like, unless you are very obviously going to strike me, like, you can call me pussy homo all day long, like, whatever. It's just like, dude, I, I think you're an asshole. I don't, I'm not fighting you. That's not, you know. I mean. I can't do it anymore. I don't want to get back into this again in full conversation, but that's why I do get nervous about you doing things like wanting to try to stop someone from stealing a Catholic converter. Because mm. I get worried because the stakes are higher if something were to happen to you. Mm. I'm mama bear. I've had the thought that I, I should leave the shovel out front so I could always just like fucking grab it if need be. Because people will run from a fucking shovel. All you gotta do is swing it. You don't gotta hit nothing. Yeah. I'm like a bait. I, I have a baseball bat, but you know how I, I check out the fight porn subreddit? Yeah. And every time somebody has a baseball bat, they get fucking wrecked. Really? Yeah. It's, well, you know, most people would, a lot of times, if it's somebody being aggressive with a baseball bat, they think they don't have to worry about anything. And then they, like, hit somebody in the arm, which will sting. Yeah. yeah. But it's not going to do, and guess what? Once you hit him in the arm, it's very, like, you get one free hit, and if you don't fucking crack him in the skull, like... Their hand is on the bat now. You can't pull it back and hit somebody with yeah. it. Yeah. We yeah. should watch A History of Violence. That's a great movie, kind of, on this topic. Is that with Viggo Mortensen? Viggo Mortensen. By, what happened uh, to him? He's fucking sitting on a throne of Aragorn money. That's what's going on. I know, but he was still doing, like, acting after. He still appears in, like, all the Cronenberg movies. He was in Eastern Promises. Hold on. I'm going to look up see what he's up to. Um... Um, yeah, if you and I... I'm sorry, I'm yawning. If you and I... How unprofessional. <laughs> if... God, see, this bitch is showing up on all my searches now because we looked her up before. Sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, if you and I split up, I'm sure it would be like every breakup ever where you're kind of like, I want to get the fuck out there, and then you just immediately hate it. I don't think, like... My reaction would be after divorce. I wouldn't get the fuck out there. I think there's a lot more to think about uh-huh. than that. Well, for a mom living with a kid, maybe. For dad, who's got all this fucking time on his hands suddenly. How do you know? Or, like, even, like, if I died. Oh, wait. Also, you think you're Viggo, not... Viggo Mortensen was in the Best Picture winner five years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, Green Room. Green Book. Green Book. I, I understand why people were pissed off about that. It was very much a driving Miss Daisy, like... I never saw it, but I know the history. The premise. Um, Turns out when you hang around black people, they're not quite so bad. Picture of the year. Um. No, just because we're divorced doesn't mean I am having primary... Primary custody. Uh, the, oh, we also agreed that you didn't want the kids, so I'm yeah. stuck with her now. Yeah. So. But that means I get. Wow, the, you're really. That just, means I get the house. You're really just falling into gender like shit of yeah. like, oh, you're gonna have the kid. Like, no, mm-hmm. you're gonna live 
two blocks away and also have the kid. Nah. I always, I'm going to get the house. Fine. You could have the house. Good luck paying for it. That's fine. You know why? Why? Bringing the roommates back. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, Gotta call up my big dong friends like, yo, buddy, need a place oh, to crash. Hi, <laughs> jokes on you. They all have significant others now. They can both move in. That's fine. <laughs> um, I don't think Kate is going to want to move to Philly. Mm. Um, no, I, uh, I was always jealous, like, when I was younger. I didn't grow up with, like, that many kids that had divorced parents. Uh-huh. But the ones I did, like, all their parents lived, like, super close to each other. And my parents always lived, like, at least a half hour away. And I was always jealous of the people who, like, could just drive five minutes and didn't have to be a whole thing to go to their other parents. Yeah, that was the cool thing for me because my parents were never married and therefore never divorced. And my mom, my mom always said, like, your dad's family made it worth putting up with your dad. Because I was close Even I've heard her say that. Which is why it sucks. I have almost no relationship with any of this. Fucking seven of them. And I talk to one. But, uh, oh well. If I voted a different way, maybe they'd take me in and love me. (laughs) It sounds like they stopped talking to you before that. Yeah, but the other other side of the story I forget is that they also mostly stopped talking to each other. Mm. So, I forget where the fuck I was going with that. Uh, your parents living close. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I knew how to use the phone at two years old. I would just call my dad, and he would be over. And my mom would be like, when did you call him? Yeah, how did he? Yeah, she's like, what are you doing here? He's like, Jesse called me. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. So I got to see him whenever. I'd see him a few times during the week. I mean, I saw my dad a few times during the week, too, because they had joint custody. But it was a half hour. Yeah. Every every morning and every night, like, because mm-hmm. I'd be with my dad like Tuesdays and Thursdays, and being with my mom Mondays and Wednesdays, and like, yeah, sometimes the days sp- switch depending on what what uh Ugh. schedule my activities. Yeah, that's were annoying on. going back and forth like that. Oh my like, god, I don't want to so stay hard. somewhere for a few days. It was so hard, and then my dad like didn't want to like, like I could never have people over, and he would get mad because like. He was, like, upset because he didn't get to know my friends, which, like, I, being a parent now and not being a part of my kid's life in certain ways, I understand that. But it's like, dude, you live a half hour away, which, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of my mom's fault, but you live a half hour away and your house is a mess. How am I supposed to have people over? Yeah. He also would get, like, a little strict about, like, being, like, like, I don't know. I feel like... When, if I just wanted to have dinner, and, like, I didn't want to sleep, like, go all the way over there and sleep over, but, like, can you come to for dinner? Like, that wasn't an option. Uh-huh. Or, like, can I see you part of the weekend? Like, that wasn't an option. It was kind of all or nothing. Right. Which was frustrating. And like I said, the other weird thing is that, uh, despite having this set up with my dad, in none of the houses he ever, but my dad only lived at home with his mom, and then he lived with a girlfriend who became his wife and they lived in like three different houses. I never had my own bedroom in any of these houses. I slept on the couch. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was fine. I, I like sleeping on couches in case, <laughs> case you haven't noticed. Yeah, I'm a fan too. Because I snore. Um, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like Jim had my stepsister every other weekend uh-huh. at best. And that was it. And, like, I didn't want that either. Right. It just would have been nice if my dad lived even, like, a 10-minute drive. Right. Um, 
I understand there were circumstances beyond his control that made that not be an option, but... Cause, like what? Well, my mom worked in Trenton. Uh-huh. He worked in Winslow Township, which is more south than where he lived. Yeah. So he was kind of like, this is the farthest I can live from work right. while still being... Right. Yeah, that's true. I, I told you my mom, like, Decided to move to Lawrence without telling him, and that became yeah. a whole thing. See, I can't imagine that shit where... And uh, I, honestly, I think it's kind of fucked up that parents even do this, where, like, they get split up, and they split custody with the kid, and then the one parent's like, by the way, we're moving states away with my new guy. Oh, my God. Like, there's, there's a comedian I like, uh, Dan Cummins. He does the Time Suck podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would be much more famous, but what happened was he was from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and his wife was also from Idaho, and they moved out to L.A. to make it big and had two kids. And then they split up, and she moved back to Idaho. And his option was to continue pursuing his career the way he did, but at the cost of, like, never seeing his kids. Right. So he just moved back to fucking Idaho and really got into podcasting. And thank God, like, you know, uh, found a way to make his career really work right. and have his kids. Because otherwise, he just thought, like, I'm just, there goes my fucking career. Without yeah. podcasts, he does not have a career anymore. Well, and honestly, like, yeah, that does suck. But I do understand why, like, there'd also be nothing for that person in L.A. Like, the wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is why it's hard to make those, like, big decisions based on, like, other people. Even if there's other people or people yeah. you're married to. I have a, a friend from high school who, uh, her and her boyfriend, fiance or whatever, I don't know, uh... Move, they moved from New Jersey to Florida because he got a job with, like, a video game company. And okay. it was, like, his perfect job. And it was in Orlando. And she fucking hates Orlando. Yeah. It's miserable. And, that sucks. And only recently she's like, we're moving back. Thank God. But, like, to imagine to go live, live somewhere for four fucking years that you hate for somebody else's happiness. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that sucks. Miserable. Um, yeah, I, uh, I also, so there's, like, it reminds me of, like, the thing in Gilmore Girls where, like, Luke, Mm -hmm. uh, like, his ex takes his daughter to, um, New Mexico. He's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And it sucks, too, because, like, she just kept throwing in his face, well, you weren't around for 12 years. It's like, because you chose that yeah, for you him. You didn't tell me. I had yeah. a child. Now, that always, like, pissed me off, that storyline. And then, like, her, her, like, the custody thing. Oh, yeah, I'm not a fan of that storyline. God, that is a thought women never have to pursue. Like, oh, what if I have a kid out there I don't know about? Oh, yeah, that's true. I've, kinda... I've had that thought before. Oh, fucking, God. Fucking road trip sex? Shit. Yeah, because that's the only... Oh, well, I guess because you are able to see who the other people are. What do you mean? Well, because you're like road trip sex. It's like you might have a kid like 10 miles from here. Oh, well, something like... If if I had a kid 10 miles from here, I think it would somehow get back to me. Mm. Whereas the fucking... Ugh. the fucking ugh that I hooked up with in Wisconsin that I one knew time. that was the one you were going to reference. Is that the only road trip sex you've had? No, San Francisco. That's not a road trip. You were living there. 
Well, actually, th- th- <laughs> this was when I was first visiting there. Oh. I never got laid in San Francisco when I actually lived there. <laughs> it was miserable. Um, I had the opportunity in Houston, but I was with mm. What's Her Face at the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The main chick. Yeah. Oh, oh, what's her? Wow, you're such a good guy. That's right. Wow, I could have, but I didn't. But here's the thing you need to remember. She was a shitty girlfriend. <laughs> I could have cheated on my shitty girlfriend, and I didn't. That makes me just sound fucking stupid. Did she ever cheat on you? Uh, she made... Uh, so here was the thing. I thought I cheated on her once. Yeah, you've told me this. And Well, here, yeah, but here was the thing. So, for people who don't know, I thought I cheated on this girl, and then later on, she mentioned that she had done something in the same time period, but, quote-unquote, we weren't official then. Which, from the feeling, I felt like I had cheated. Therefore, I felt, like, I felt like she... Yeah, exactly. Therefore, at the same time, I felt like she cheated by doing that there. But she didn't do as much as I did. Although she did... <laughs> she, I don't... She had just made out with somebody, but uh, she caught fucking thrush from it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't bring nothing back. <laughs> um, wait, so so she hasn't cheated on you other than that? Or at least not to your knowledge. I... Like, have you ever been cheated on before? Yeah, Farrah. Mm. Repeatedly. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, always with the same person. With the guy? Wow. Well, okay. She's trans, correct? Ye- yeah. Was, was Now she's trans. Was questioning, leaning towards at the time. But yeah, report, repeatedly back and forth. And the funny thing was, found out when she, the, the ex, was engaged to another guy, apparently she cheated on him with that same person too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now that other guy was cheating on her as well. Wow. But yeah, just kept going back to old... High school security blanket. And uh, that's why, oh, it was so Why do people powerful. break up with someone when they, like, it's just to cheat with them again? Like, I don't understand that. Uh, if they're still in a social setting. Well, for one thing, you can be fucking 19 and stupid, which is exactly what this was. What, what True. Whatever happened with the other fiance, that has nothing to do with me. She was 19 and I was 22 when this was happening. And, uh, yeah, because that was the thing, was she and I met, and we were flirting right away, and she just dropped, like, well, I, I, have a, I have a boyfriend. And even at the... And you're like, I'll make you forget about your boyfriend. Oh, well, no, I, I even <laughs> straight upset, because I was, like, this guy at the time, like, super... Co- wasn't getting any, but was still, like, super confident. <laughs> was just like, you're, you're high school sweethearts, that doesn't mean anything to me. And go figure, I went and I made a move, and we fucking made out, and... It's not like we were there making it. She's like, no, my boyfriend. No, that happened after because, you know. Yeah, you showed him by getting cheated on by him. Well, that's okay. We, we, we took turns because she would get back with him and then cheat on him with me. Ugh. I feel like, like I was Mayhem. not that dumb at 19. I feel like that takes a special person. She has her own issues. Mm. And I understand, believe me, I understand one person. You just can't quit for whatever bullshit reason. But then again, I never really had an issue when I was with, you know. Someone uh, else. Exactly. It wasn't like, oh, such and such Right, it was calling. like convenience. Yeah. Like, oh, I know I can make this happen. And there was also, you know, looking back since, like, she 
continues to like really be interested in video games and cosplay shit. And even and she's married now with kids, right? Yes. But the thing is, she's married to a guy who's into that dumb shit. Even at 22 and her at 19. She's like, you know, would you want to dress up as Batman? Like, fucking no. <laughs> Ew. Get lost. Oh, my God. Get lost. Daddy's drinking. I can't picture you as Batman. Well, that was your fault for dating a 19-year-old. Eh. Just saying. It, it, it was fun. It was right after my dad died. I think I kind of needed that dumb mayhem of just not not calling her well she was dumb in the way all 19 year olds are dumb right i think even she would attest to that right. i was dumb the way all 22 year olds are dumb right but uh but yeah it is funny you're still like some like sometimes in contact with her because of her freaking brother yeah yeah but you met her through him right? i met her yeah. through him yes <laughs> which was interesting that was also because that was the first time i ever hooked up with like I, I i like i was attracted to uh my friend matt i was Can attracted you, to his like, sister pick a thing to do with your gum here throw it in the pistachio thing and i'll just dump it in there ew ew this is so gross <laughs> um yeah my friend matt in middle school i was attracted to his sister but his sister was like older so mm. it was like a kelso Lori thing. thing. If if Lori was like a band geek with red hair, <laughs> yes. So like the complete opposite of Lori. Yes, exactly. Oh, would she play flute? Wow, that's really geeky. Yeah. Which, by the way, redhead play flute. Uh, well, you might not know this. <laughs> so, me and Perry are watching a film starring <laughs> Oh no, Jason Biggs and Minu Savari the other day. <laughs> and a movie of which the weedest song Teenage Dirtbag was the theme song Perry sits down next to me she goes like oh I you know what I'm ashamed to admit I've never seen this movie I'm like yeah it's funny I, I haven't either uh, I always assumed it took place in high school because the video takes place in high school but it takes place in college like ah uh, we sit and watch three quarters of the movie I finished it on my own later because somebody else had been a little <laughs> gluck 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 thanks um, and then today, what was the fucking question? I said, oh, um. <coughs> oh, did you did ever you, finish? Did you finish American Pie? And you were like. What? Stop. Pause. Think about what you just said and ask me again. And I'm thinking, what what did I say wrong? <laughs> and I'm like, did you watch Amer- the rest of American Pie. American Pie, and you were like, "Oh my god, you thought we were watching American <laughs> Pie." <laughs> we were watching the movie Loser, and the funny thing was, she was on her phone looking up for a specific actress she saw in it because I recognized her from Degrassi. Yes, and the funny thing was, she like was wrong. One episode, she was wrong about the role she thought she was, but she was in like the same scenes. For all y'all who watched Degrassi, I thought when evil rapist Dean, yeah, it was the judge, and it turned out it was evil rapist Dean's lawyer. That's right. But anyway, so close. But she had been but going yeah, through the IMDb, and she's like, "Oh, Blink One Eighty Two are in this movie." I'm like, "Oh fuck, they were in everything around that time," knowing they appeared. In uh, American Pie. And then even when I was finishing it last night, I did have a thought like, <laughs> where? 
I thought she said they were in here. That's weird. Oh, well. Uh, wait, and the funny thing is, like, I know the people in American Pie, and, like, none of that, like, registered. It was yeah. just, like, enough that Jason Biggs and Mina Suvari were in You it. saw two of the 15 stars. Yeah. Of American Pie. Yeah, I never was like, oh, where's like, Jennifer uh, Coolidge? Yeah. Where's Eugene Levy? Yeah, Where? it's like, oh, look, it's it's Eugene Levy and Jennifer Coolidge, and they're at a dog show. This must be American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I suck. I'm sorry. So how did how to go? Funny. And Jesse's like, Greg Kinnear is in an American Pie. I'm like, that's that's the person we're calling out. What about all of these missing people? <coughs> true. True. Um. Yeah, how was it? It's it, it's it's a dumb movie, but yeah. it's fine. Very predictable, I'm sure. Very predictable. I didn't need to see the end. I, I remember even as a kid seeing that, because I've said... I there, thought you said you never saw it. I'd seen bits of oh. it. I never saw watch the whole thing. There are certain movies that, uh, basically in middle school, because my middle school was right down the street from my grandmother's house, uh, so after school every day, I would just go to grandma's house and hang out and then go to my friends or whatever, but... This was the era, again, my dad living with my grandma, he had one of those cable breaker boxes. Okay. Where you got, like, all the uh, pay-per-view channels. For free. For free. So any movie that came out around that time, I saw a decent amount right. of. Because that was it. And, um, fuck, I forget where I was starting with this. But, uh... The so ending it, of the movie, it being dumb. Uh, yeah, that's just it. it. Was Oh, yeah. I remember even as a kid seeing it being a little, like... That professor's dating one of his students? That's not right. That's not right on his part. And fuck her. You know what? No, I had, I definitely had a little, well, I I told you how I leaned a little bit alt-right in my very early 20s. And part of that was just having to deal. Also, alt-right then and alt-right now is different. Very different. Very different. Alt-right then was just, uh, they, they referred to the racist part of it as race realism. Like Yikes. we don't we don't hate these people, but there are differences. Yikes! And it was actually framed very much as well. No, it it was framed as like, you know, different groups need different things. It's dumb to treat them all as a mm. monolith. But then a lot of that becomes like, well, how are they different? Like, well, their average IQ, like, eh, <laughs> you, you lost me there, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, women annoyed me a lot, and. I think part of that, it, it, not not to justify it, but I don't think women are aware how frustrating it is for guys. Where it's like you're in middle school, your your dating competition is other dudes in middle school, maybe a few early high school guys or older dudes for like the you know fucked up girls who right. are dating the twenty year olds, and then high school your competition are other high school boys and maybe like freshmen or sophomores at the local thing. But once those girls turn 18, your competition are men your own age and ever to fucking 90 yeah. if they have money or they have that, that like I don't think when, the, the fact that I've never really thought about even that. the potential of being a sugar baby is insane. Like no man, you know, it's funny. I was gonna say like no man would ever have that opportunity, and I just watched that thing about the guy yeah, who was fucking Jerry right. Falwell Jr.'s wife, who was like twenty years old, a pool boy. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's a very frustrating. You know who I actually think of? Mm-hmm. I think of uh, Trip McNeely in Can't Hardly Wait, where he's like, "Oh I, yeah, I can't even get digits as a freshman, bruh." Yeah, who plays him again? Jerry O'Connell. That's right. Yeah. I almost said Jerry Falwell. <laughs> but I knew that wasn't right. 
Can't get even. Can't even get digits as a freshman, bro. You know why? Because premarital sex is a sin. Um, Apparently, it's not. Because his wife was having sex outside the marriage. Well, it's a sin for thee, but not for me. Um, Yeah, that was interesting. But yeah, no, there was it. Fuck, dating is again only speaking for men. I know, I know, women get horny too, but. Clearly, apparently that's my thing when I'm drunk. Yeah, but like men and boys, we are so blindingly crazy fucking horny years before anyone will touch our dick. (laughs) Another person did not make me orgasm until I was 18 years old. Right. Yeah, and that's, and I had my first orgasm at 13. Shout out out Elaine. Um, No, that's about what I'd expect. Yeah. That's like standard. But uh, just how fucking hard it was. Unless you were like the hottest, most confident guy. I wasn't, even even being a fatter kid, I could have gotten by just on being a bigger guy. But my self-esteem and confidence was just dog shit. I think that's really what it comes down to for you. It's like, you're, you're just like, I mean, I even see that in you as an adult. You yeah. just be like so down on yourself. Right. Well, I, I talked about it before about being a heavier kid because I was like 300 pounds in high school that like and chubby before that is that like your a lot of your first instances of expressing interest in somebody sexually the reaction is disgust mm. it's like yeah you know, especially I was into girls when I was really young I was like eight or nine years old. Aww. Yeah, I, I I liked it. It seemed nice to me. You're a sucker. But the podcast I was just listening to, uh, Trash Tuesday, Esther Pavitsky was talking about how um, the, the therapist was straight up like, it sounds like your parents were a little emotionally neglectful, which was why you were always look, because she talked about like the first time I had a babysitter and just like trying to give her all my toys just because like I had somebody paying attention to me and I wanted to make them mm. happy. Aww. And how she still hung up on like really early breakups she had. And the therapist that they had on was just like, yeah, you were looking for that emotional satisfaction and then you got so, you could relax finally because you had it and then it got taken away. Mm. And it's like, yeah, no, I think that's very much, you know, I, I didn't have friends. Uh, my mom was remarried and had two new kids which you know they didn't like they didn't cast me out but it did very much feel like uh you know they had their own family and i was just like this vestigial tail that was still stuck to them and you know it's that whole like you know you're not allowed to leave the yard also we're not gonna pay attention to you yeah like let me fucking at least be reckless you know right but uh so yeah, for for me, it, expressing emotional or sexual interest, I always said it's been like, uh, it's like when you first come out to somebody about like a, a kink or fetish or something dirty, because for me to be interested in somebody is like, look, I know you'd have to be a fucking freak weirdo to be into this, but let me <laughs> shoot my shot. And the equivalent of like, I like stuff up my butt is like, I think you're cute and I'd like to kiss you. Yeah. Like, those were the stakes. Man, as parents, like... Keep in mind that I was an asshole. I wouldn't date fat girls either, so... <laughs> yeah, you're a dick. Yeah. Um, I really hope, as parents, that we're able to instill confidence mm-hmm. in our child. And, yeah. like, 
I <coughs> I obviously don't want her to be cocky. Like, mm-hmm. you know, be be real. But I do hope that she grows up a confident young woman. Yeah, I, I, I think the... Uh, and this was kind of the approach my dad had, which was... Um, Look, you're never gonna you're never gonna be in trouble with me for sticking up for yourself in a fight or anything like that. But if I hear you're the one taking advantage of weaker people, we're gonna have a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Which because that's the, is that what he said to you? We're gonna have a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't just like we're gonna talk about and it. I said, like... And I said, Dad, I'm nine. <laughs> and he said, Actually, you're like six right now. <laughs> so roll with that. Let's. <laughs> Put on some Skinner. Oh my God! <laughs> Steer the car for me while Daddy grabs a beer. Ugh. Yeah, but uh, but no, just because that is unfortunately the thing of uh, y- you want to raise the kid to be confident, but a lot of confident kids are fucking assholes because you don't grow it. You do not grow empathy until you're like seventeen, and it doesn't fully. Well, I, here's the thing. I think a lot of people at some point throughout their lives struggle with Mm self-confidence but there's like your standard like teenager like struggles and then there's just like the debilitating self-confidence like Uh lack of confidence that you had and i don't think that like people who are confident are assholes like i think i was a pretty confident kid Mm mm-hmm I think I was very I sure always, of myself and I, who I was. I always and... love that story of you talking about Kara's house and how they were the parents that you could be cool and hang out there and uh, drink because they trusted you guys. And then one of the friends like wanted to leave to go hang out at her boyfriend's house and Kara was too afraid to say anything. And you were like, you're going to fuck this up for all of us. What are you doing? Yeah, I didn't like that they were taking advantage of my friend either. Exactly. And they all just like drank at her house and then left. And I'm like, if something happens, like this is going to go like fall on her. Right, right. Yeah, no, I like I just hope we raise a cool kid. Right. Raise, raise a cool kid who uh, loves herself, believes in herself, is willing to stand up for others, won't hurt others. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And hopefully we don't get divorced. And hopefully we don't get divorced. Because I don't think divorced. either of us can afford this house on our own. Yeah, it'd be pretty... I don't know. All right. Well, I think uh, that's an episode. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, See, we don't, we don't need to plan. Thanks for carrying the team, honey, since I was so tired. You did a lot of the talking, and I appreciate it. Oh, I didn't even put that together. I feel uh, like you did. I'm just a talking guy. I'm just like, Bleh. Guys, you're going to hear me talk more. K-Y-G-Y-2-K. <laughs> also, Wiss Wit Comedy, Friday, uh, February 3rd, at Wissahickon Brewing Company in Philadelphia, the home of champions. All right, baby, I love you. Love you, too. I'm looking, you have a little scratch on your boob. I know, baby. stupid baby. Stupid baby scratching mom boobs. Bye. Later, y'all.